We're going to look at uh, Revelation chapter 7. Tukwenda kuangalia ufunuo sura wa 7 and uh, I'm calling it the interlude. Na hii tunaita satu interlude kama tunaweza kusema vile. You see what had been happening is in the first chapter of Revelation we have an introduction of the resurrected Jesus. Ya kwanza ni tunaona ufufuko wa Yesu Kristo mstari msura ya kwanza. We see Jesus in his glory. Tunaona Yesu ndani ya utukufu wake. He is so powerful and amazing that John falls down once he looks at him. Anakuwa wa nguvu na wa utukufu na Yohana kuweza kusimama mbele yake alisujuju. He just faints right there. Na alianguka pale pale. In chapter 2 and 3 there's letters that are written to local churches. Na uh, sura ya pili na tatu inakuwa ni mabarua yenyewe anaandikia makanisa. And we've looked at all of those and we've learned lessons for ourselves from what was written to those churches. Na tulisoma yote ile na tulipata mafundisho kwa yenye walikuwa nafundishi kutumia ile makanisa. And then we go into chapter 4. Na tunaenda kusura ya 4 where we get a view of what heaven looks like. Tulikwenda kuona namna gani mbingu inakuwa kama. And it's really amazing. Na inakuwa ya kushangaisha sana. Church, what is in the center? of heaven. Kanisa ni nini kwa mkatikati ya mbingu? God is in the center. Ni Mungu eko mkatikati. And he's sitting on what? Na anaikaa juu ya nini? A throne. Juu ya kiti ya enzi. And we learn, we see his power and his majesty. Na tunaona nguvu yake na utukufu wake. And we learn about God from this chapter. Na tunajifunza kuhusu Mungu kwa kusoma hii sura. And then in chapter 5 we get another look of heaven. Na sura ya 5 tunaona tena namna ingine tofauti ya mbingu. And we look and we see somebody else is also on the throne. Tunaona tena mtu mwingine tena naye eko juu ya kiti ya enzi. Who is that? Na ule ni nani? There's a lamb. Kuna kuwa mwana kondoo. And who is the lamb? Na mwana kondoo ni nani? Yesu. Then an angel says there's a scroll and we need to break the seals of the scroll. Na kulikuwa huyu malaika aliona kitabu kwa tunataka kusema rulo na ifale bavunje ile masoo. But nobody was found worthy to open the seal. Na hakuna mtu alikuwa na ile alistahili kufungua ile makashika tunaweza kusema vile. Until we find that Jesus himself is the one who's worthy open the scroll. And then in chapter And then in chapter 6 we start breaking the seals. Na tukienda msura msura ya 6 tunaanza kuona Yesu gisi kunafungua ile kitabu. Each time a seal is broken it's another revelation of some kind of judgment. Kila wakati anafungua so moya inakuwa ni revelation ya mupia. I want to do a little review of that. Napenda ni mikumbushe kidogo. The first seal is broken and then emerges a white a rider on a white horse. Na wakati walifungua soya kwanza baliona eh, sheval wa mweupe. And the the person that I that I believe it is and I was teaching that this is actually the antichrist who's revealed. Na wakati nilikuwa nimefundisha nilisema huyu punda wa mweupe sio Yesu lakini anakuwa ni huyu mpinga Kristu mwenyewe anafunua hapa. And he comes out to prepare for the destruction of the people. Na yeye anakuja ni kwa kutayarisha namna kanyataribu watu. 
And then the second horse comes out. Na ya pili ni punda mwingine anatoka. And what color is that horse? Na alikuwa na rangi gani? Red. Alikuwa na rangi ya ruja na rangi mwekundu. And that red horse, he carries a sword. Na huyu punda wa ruja alikuwa shabamba mupanga. And he is given power to do violence in the earth. Na alipewa uwezo ya kufanya mambo mabaya kwa ribu dunia. Then there's a third horse. Na kulikuwa watatu. What color is that one? Alikuwa na rangi gani? Ya mweusi. You guys can read. I'm glad. That's good. Yeah, tunafurahi kwa jiri mko nasoma. That's why I put that up there so you can read. Yo pale tulitia pale. It's a black horse. Can anybody remember what the black horse does? Mnaweza kukumbuka huyu punda mweusi anafanya kazi gani? The black horse comes and brings a judgment where there is like famine in the land. Huyu punda mweusi analeta njaa. And the cost of enough food to feed your family is worth a whole day's labor. Na anafanya kusema chakula yenyewe unapata kwa siku moja unapasha kuitumikia ya kula siku moja unapasha ya kula mara moja unapasha kuitumikia siku muzima ili upate tu chakula ya kula mara moja. Then there's a pale horse. Na kuna kuya huyu punda mwingine with the breaking of each one of these seals is another thing coming, right? Anakuwa tena kuleta tena ufuno tena ingine. And this pale horse is death. Na huyu anakuleta ni kifo. So there's death that is coming to the people of the earth. Kulikuwa kifo yenye kilikuwa nakuja kwa watu wa dunia. The fifth one? Na watano? The, the fifth uh, the fifth scroll is the souls under the altar. Na hii wakati alifungua ile so ya tano ilikuwa ni manafsi yenye ilikuwa chini ya madhabahu kule mbinguni. Those are all the people who were in Christ and they were killed because of their faith. Abanibatu walikuwa ndani ya Kristu na waliuawa kwa ajili ya imani yao. And so they are under the altar praying to God. Na walikuwa pale chini ya madhabahu walikuwa wanamlilia Mungu. And they're asking for justice. Na wanaomba Mungu akuye alipishe kisasi wala lete jujuma. And then the sixth seal is broken. Na ya sita wakati ilifunguka. And the sixth seal is like just catastrophe all over the world. Inakuwa kuleta ni uharibifu mdunia mzima. The mountains fall down. Mnaona milima inanguka. The people hide in caves. Watu wanajifuchamisha chini ya mashimo. People are looking to die and they cannot die. Watu wanatafuta namna gani watafariki lakini hawafariki. It's such a terrible time. Ilikuwa ni wakati ya mbaya sana. Now we haven't gotten to this part but there's a whole chapter we're going to look at today before the seventh seal. Na leo tutakwenda kuangalia tena kipande kingine mbele tuende kuile septemso. When the seventh seal is broken there is silence in heaven. Wakati hii septemso ilifunguka kulikuwa kimya kule mbinguni. And we'll talk about that another time. Na tutaisema ile wakati ingine. So now we're going into chapter 7. Sasa twende sasa musura ya saba. And here's what it says. Musikie yenyewe inasema. After this I saw kisha hii niliona and then he describes some other things. Na anaanza kusema vitu vingine. Now the writing of the book of Revelation is not just like a diary that says one thing after the next. Mnajua namna yenye baliandika hii ufunuo. Haiko sasa watu wanafuata tu akili wala wazo fulani gisi kunaenda. It's written in such a way to give an idea 
of the judgment and also to give us a feeling of the way things are. Ina wakati unasoma hii kitabu unasikia namna gani hukumu utakuwa lakini nakufunisha tena namna gani unaweza kujiondosha mu ile bitu. It's not like writing a story book where just one thing happens and another thing then another thing. Haiko sasa mtu kunaandika hadithi unafuata kitu kimoja kimoja. It's a repeating of the same kind of things in different ways. Inakuwa sasa banarudiria vitu vimoja vimoja lakini banatumia namna tofauti ya kuisema. So here's what we see in chapter 7. Msikenye tunaona sura ya 7. And by the way, I encourage you to read these chapters at home, read it with your family and try to figure out what it's talking about. Napenda muende kunyumba, musome hii kitabu, musome na jamaa yenu ili mpate kuvumbua ni nini inafuchama ndani. In this chapter 7 it lists 12 tribes of Israel. Sura ya saba, inasema kuhusu bizazi 12 ya Israeli. And these are uh, they, they use a number of 12,000. Na banatumikisha uh, nombre ya 12,000 that these are the people who are brought into heaven and who are sealed and saved. Now, there's a big debate on whether it's actually 12,000 people or it's a that's a symbolic number. What I think is it's actually a symbolic number. Because 12 is a number of a full complete set. And the angel was supposed to put a seal on the forehead of the 12,000 of each tribe. Na huyu malaika aliitwa kwa kupika so kusura ya kila mtu ndani ya ababatu eh, 12,000. And that's to save them from the tribulation that's coming. Na ilikuwa ni kwa kuwaokoa kwa matatizo ile ilikuwa nakuja. So those are the people who are in Christ. Hapa ni watu walikuwa ndani ya Kristo that are Jewish. Na wanakuwa ni wa and they're protected. Na wanakingwa and they cannot be touched by all these problems. They will be saved through the problems. In verse 9 there's a very interesting verse. It describes a great multitude that no one can count. I think this maybe is my favorite verse in Revelation. Because these are all the people who are saved. And they come from every tribe. And every language. This is the verse that I kept looking at when I was thinking about light of the nations becoming a church. You see, we here at this church are a little bit like heaven. Sisi hapa ndani ya kanisa tuko kidogo kama mbingu. We have people in our church who speak English. Tuko na watu mkanisa tu wanasema Kiingereza. Hopefully you all are learning English. Na mimi najua wengi wanasema Kiingereza. We have people who speak Nepali. Watu wanasema Nepali. We have people who speak uh, Lingala. Kuko watu wanasema Lingala, Swahili. Watu wanasema Swahili. Kinyarwanda. Wanasema Kinyarwanda. What else? 
French. What do you say? France. What else? Spanish. What do you say? Spanish. What else? Arabic. What do you say? Arabic. Nepali. What do you say? Amharic. Yes. Amharic. What do you say? Ethiopia. All kinds of different languages. Ile maruga yote tofauti. And more to come. Na ingine ya mingi nye kuna kuchu. So this is our church which kind of reflects a little bit of what heaven is like. Hitu ni kanisa yetu ile inaonesha kwa kidogo jinsi mbingu itakuwa. I love that. Ninapenda hivi. I like the idea that our church reflects what heaven looks like. Napenda kwa wakati mimi na kanisa yetu kuonesha kabisa uso ya mbingu. So in verse 11, na mstari ya 11, there's something very interesting. If you have your Bible, you can look at this. Kama kuna Biblia yako ufungue huko kitu moja maana sana. It starts off by saying Amen. Inasema inaanzisha na kusema amina and then it lists several words. Na inasema sasa bitu mwa tofauti. And it closes by saying amen. Na inamaliza tena kusema amina. And this is what the multitude is saying. Na hii ni ile aba hii kikundi iko nasema. It's giving praise. Inaleta sifa, glory. Inaleta utukufu, wisdom. Inaleta hekima, thanksgiving. Na inaleta tendo shukrani, honor. Inaleta heshima, power. Inaleta nguvu, and strength. Na inaleta uwezo wala nguvu tena. How many words are those? Unasikia ni mamo ngapi? More than 5. Iko mingi kuzidi tano. 7 Elise very good. Iko saba, asante Elise. Seven. Iko saba. And they're all words of praise. Na hii yote inakuwa ni masemo ya kumsifu Mungu. And I taught you a couple weeks ago the number 7 is actually the number of completeness or perfection. Na nilimwambia kusema eh eh inamaanisha accomplishment. So we have a perfect praise. Na inaonesha kusema ni utele wa sifa. I just think that's cool. I like that. Eh naipenda hii sana. Now I just want you to look at another verse now. Napenda sasa tufungue tena mstari mwingine wa Biblia tusome. The people are purified. Watu tayari wameoshwa, wanatoshwa zambi yote. And because they're purified, they can come before the throne of God. Na kwa ajili wanaoshwa na zambi yote wanaweza kuja mbele ya kiti enzi ya Mungu. Church when we go to heaven, we don't take our sin with us. Unajua kati kanisa tunaenda kumbingo hatutabeba zambi zetu kwenda nayo. No sin is allowed in heaven. Hakuna zambi inaruhusiwa kumbingo. Did you hear me? Unanisikia? We need to have our minds in heaven. Tunapasha kuwa na akili yetu kumbingu. We need to let sin go behind us. Tunapasha kuacha zambi iende. But you know you and I can never make ourselves be completely sinless and free of sin. Lakini wewe na mimi hatuwezi kujiosha kuondosha zambi yote ndani yetu. There is only one way. Kuko paka njia moja. The blood of the lamb. Na ile njia ni damu ya mwana kondoo. When that blood covers us. Wakati ile damu inatufinika. That makes us completely clean. Ni ile inatuosha kabisa. That's why when we baptize today, we're not saying these are perfect people they've never sinned before. Ni kwa maana wakati tunabatiza hatusema watu ni watu wenye hawafanyaka zambi. And we're not saying they're never going to sin again. Na hatusema kisha kubatiza abatafanya tena zambi. But we sure want them to try. Lakini tunapenda wapime. But. Lakini 
they are covered in the blood of Jesus. And any sin that they're in is forgiven and covered over. Hallelujah. That's the only hope we have. We can't be perfect. Pastor Fees and I, you know, we, we have a job where we are supposed to like represent holiness. But we're not perfect people. Pastor Fees knows I'm not perfect. He knows that I make mistakes and sometimes I fail. But in Jesus Christ it doesn't matter. Because we're covered by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we do our best to live holy lives. Just like you do. We live our life before God. And if ever we, we fall into sin, what do we do? We can't just say, well, I'll carry my sin with me now. What did you say? Take our sin to Jesus. And the way we do that goodness is we tell him what our sin is. We confess our sin. And Jesus is faithful and righteous and he will forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Church, we need to be serious about that. We cannot just keep playing with sin. We have to come to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. Now there's something beautiful in this verse. And I need to tell you which verse it is here. This is, by the way, I forgot to tell you, we were in Kansas City last week. Donna's mother had surgery. I'm thankful for all of you who prayed. She's come through the surgery well and she's recovering. I'm especially grateful for Brother Lot to bring the sermon last week. What a blessing that we have people like that who can preach. Hallelujah. So, in this passage, this group of people, they're purified by what? The blood. And they're completely pure. Just like you and me, when we accept Jesus as our Savior, we are purified. They are those who've come out of the great tribulation. They've washed their robes. They are before the throne of God. And a very interesting word here. It says they serve before the throne. Now that word is actually 
a word for worship. Na ile neno yenyewe anatumikisha pale ni maabudu. I'm so grateful for our worship team. Mimi nafurahi sana napenda sana waimbaji wetu. You know when they're leading us in worship they're actually serving God. Wakati wote wanatuongoza mumaabudu beko namtumikia Mungu. When you are worshiping God right here you are serving him. Wakati naona mwabudu Mungu hapa uko namtumikia. When you're not interested in entering into worship it shows you're really not interested in serving him. Wakati watu wako na wabudu wako nabaangalia ni kusema haujali na kumtumikia Mungu. We should serve the Lord together. Tunapasha kumtumikia Mungu pamoja. And the first way we serve him is by worship. Na namna ya kwanza yenye tunamtumikia Mungu ni kwa kuabudu. When we worship we serve him. Ni wakati tunabudu tunamtumikia ni Mungu. When we serve him we worship. Wakati tunamtumikia tunamwabudu. That word in Greek is translated both ways serve and worship. Na hii neno muruga ya wa Greek inamaanisha kuabudu na inamaanisha tena kutumika. As a result of their worship they are protected. Na matokeo ya maabudu yabo inafanya kusema banakingwa. I want to give you a very practical help right now. Napenda nimpatie namna mzuri yenyewe za kumsaidia. When you are facing temptation at work or at school wakati unatiliwa mbele ya uh, kupimwa kumasomo wala kazi when you're facing temptation with some friends they're get, trying to get you to do something you know you should not do wakati marafiki wanakusukuma ufanye kitu kyenyewe au staili kufanya the best thing you can do to stop yourself from being part of that is start to worship god namna msuri ya wewe kuepuka kufanya bila manakombo fanye ni kwanza kumwabudu mungu Now you don't have to be with all your friends and suddenly go oh hallelujah praise you Jesus you don't have to do like that Atupende ukwe saba azimu kutuna barafiki yako na kushtuka hapo unaanza kusema hallelujah bwana sifiwe But in your mind and in your heart you just begin to say God I worship you Lakini ndani ya akili yako na ndani ya mafikiri yako unaanza kumwabudu Unaweza kuisema hata nguvu When you're being tempted to take some drugs or alcohol you can just begin to say God I worship you Wakati wanakusukuma ubebe fute bangi wala ukunye pombe unaweza kumwambia Mungu mimi nakuabudu When the boys are taking out a magazine or showing you some dirty pictures on their phone you just begin to worship him Wakati marafiki yako wanakuletea mafoto moya ya buchafu yenye astali uangalie unapasha kwanza kuabudu pale pale Are you with me church Tuko pamoja kanisa This is so powerful Hii inakuwa ni nguvu sana You become an overcomer when you worship him Unakuwa mshindaji wakati unamwabudu Mungu Very practical Inakuwa ni mwepesi kufanya These people who are in heaven are never hungry or thirsty again. Aba bato yenyeviko kumbingu njaa haikuwake na kiu haikuwake tena. The one on the throne shelters them. Na ule mwenyeko kukitia enzi anabapatenye wanahitaji. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Na Mungu atakwenda kupanguza machozi yote iko kumacho yapo. Many of you suffer from some kind of family problem. Wengi wetu tunahangaishwa na mambo ya majamaa yetu. You have someone in your family who's causing you so much trouble. Kuko mtu wa mjamaa ndo anemhangaisha sana. God sees your tears. Mungu akoona machozi yako. And God will wipe away your tears. Na Mungu atapanguza ile machozi. Every tear. Kila alichozi. He wipes away. Mungu ataipanguza. And he leads you beside the living water. Na atakupeleka karibu ya maji ya uzima. Amen. Amen. God will wipe your tears. Mungu atapanguza machozi. He's a good God. Yeye ni Mungu mwema. He's a good shepherd. Na anakuwa ni kiongozi mwema. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Asante Mungu.
Now we're going to get ready for baptism. I'd like all the people getting baptized to come sit right here, okay? Chukua naenda kwa tayari kwa kwenda kubatiza. Kumi tomba watu bote wenye watabatizia waikale hapa mbele. And worship team, you can come on up and take Na waimbaji mnaweza kupita mbele. Okay. Oh, this is a great day. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. So our worship team is going to lead us in some worship and then we're going to baptize these guys. So I would like to welcome you guys to just begin to lead us in worship and uh, I can't translate that so Let's just begin to worship the Lord. Let's begin to praise him. I just like to pray for you church as we're closing. Father, we just thank you for this word today. We thank you that you will wipe every tear from our eyes. Lord, you're going to take care of us. You're going to set us free from those things that burden us. Jesus, come. <coughs> Jesus, come today. Lord, as we begin to get ready to baptize these four young guys today, we just pray, Lord Jesus, should prepare their hearts for it. Help them to take it seriously. The Lord, they will be sealed for you. There will be no turning back in their life. They will never look back. They may stumble and fall, but they'll always be falling in a forward direction to get up again and follow you. Jesus, I pray for them and I pray for all of us here. Every man, every woman, every girl, every boy. That Lord, we will follow you. That we will follow you with all of our heart. Oh Jesus. Jesus, come. Church, would you just lift up your voice and begin to pray? Go ahead. Just call on the Lord. Speak out your praise. Call on him. Ask him to anoint these boys. In Jesus name. Come on church. Let's pray. Oh God, we pray for these guys. We ask you to fill them with your power. We ask you to fill them with your life. We ask you to show them your ways. We ask you to guard them from stumbling, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to help them to get out of temptation, to get out of sin, and to always run to you. Jesus, we pray for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray, Lord, you will fill them with your spirit. We pray you will fill them with your spirit and life. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus.